Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. In the house at Malibu Beach, Kit Mead had spent the morning with Mrs. Kingsley and Lisa Fenner's baby upstairs in the improvised nursery. Kit was anxious to learn how to care for the child and had watched Mrs. Kingsley attentively, although she was aware of the housekeeper's hostile scrutiny, aware that the woman had many questions on her mind. Questions Kit didn't intend to answer. All the careful plans she had made during the past months were beginning to take shape now. The final goal was in sight. So it's a rather determined-looking Kit Mead this morning, sitting before her dressing table, arranging her hair. Mrs. Kingsley said the baby can travel in a few weeks. When Bill sees the baby, everything will be all right. He'll be so proud, happy. He'll forget all about Peggy Douglas when he sees his son. If only nothing goes wrong. Perhaps I'm a fool to think Lisa will agree. But if it can't be done legally, this is the only way. If she doesn't agree, and she might not, well, I'll go over now. I'll talk to Lisa. Then I'll know one way or the other. Kit Mead got up, quickly left the house, and walked up to Paul Cromwell's a few doors away. As she passed the garage, she noticed that the door was open and Paul's roadster was gone. She was rather glad since it probably meant that Paul wasn't at home. That made it easier. He hadn't approved of her seeing Lisa. She decided to go around the back way, let herself in quietly through the service entrance. But as she came in the kitchen door, Max, Paul's man, looked up from the paper he sat reading at the kitchen table. Oh, Mrs. Mead. Uh, Hello, Max. Did I startle you? Uh, well, I hardly expected. Oh, excuse me. I'll slip on my jacket. Oh, don't worry about that, Max. Uh, Mr. Cromwell was going into Santa Monica. He left just a few minutes ago. Yes, I noticed his car was gone. It's too bad you missed him. Oh, it doesn't matter. How are things at the other house, Mrs. Mead? Oh, fine. Of course, Mrs. Kingsley has her hands full. Yes, I should think so. Oh, she doesn't seem to mind, though. Well, that's good. Have you seen her? Yes, I uh, saw her a few minutes uh, earlier today. She went on at uh, great length about the new baby. Says uh, she thinks it's a wonderful child. Oh, it is, Max. A beautiful baby. You're very fortunate, Mrs. Mead. Why do you say that, Max? Well, isn't there a saying, children are the keys to paradise? Yes. Yes, I believe there is. I think you understand quite well what's going on, Max. Mm. Well, occasionally, Mr. Cromwell and I have a little talk. Yes, I know. And then I can't help but make certain observations, draw conclusions. I find that I'm frequently correct. And in this case, I'm sure you are. Max, I hope you won't mind if I ask you a favor. What is it, Mrs. Mead? I'm always... I'd appreciate it if you'd not mention, well, anything you may have deduced in regard to Mrs. Fenner, the baby and all that sort of thing, to Mrs. Kingsley. She's a good woman, of course, but she hasn't your... Uh, your sophistication, shall we say? Quite, Mrs. Me. I understand. Besides, it's not my habit to indulge in backstairs gossip. Oh, forgive me, Max. I only wanted to be sure. It is important that nothing be said regarding this adoption... But perhaps I'm being too optimistic in any case. I beg your pardon? Is Mrs. Fenner upstairs, Max? Why, uh, 
Yes, she is. Will you tell her I want to see her, please? But, uh... Yes, Mrs. Mead, of course. Uh, excuse me. Max, I was just about to ring. I wonder if I could have a cup of bouillon. I'm actually a little hungry today. Good. I'll bring some up directly. You're feeling much better. An appetite is a good sign. Um, Mrs. Fenner, I, I came to tell you that Mrs. Mead is downstairs. Kit? She asked me to say that she wants to see you. Please tell Mrs. Mead. I, I'm not feeling very well, Max. Then, um... You don't wish to see her? No, Max. I don't wish to see her. Very well. Well, Max? I'm sorry, Mrs. Mead. You I... mean Lisa refused to see me? She asked me to say that... Never mind, Max. I'm going up anyway. But, uh, Mrs. Mead... It's all right, Max. Don't worry. Come in. Kit. But I... Max gave me your message, Lisa. But you see, I came anyway. Please go away, Kit. Can't you understand that? I don't want to see you. I understand it well enough, Lisa. Surely you must know how I feel when I see you. How it reminds me all the more. I... Oh, please go away. We have nothing more to talk about. You're wrong, Lisa. We have a lot to talk about. Otherwise, I wouldn't insist on seeing you now. But what more can there be to say? I made up my mind... I've given you my baby. I told Paul to go ahead and make all the arrangements. That's just it, Lisa. No arrangements can be made. Not at present, anyway. The fact is, I can't adopt your baby. You... you can't? What do you mean, Kit? Just that. You see, there are a lot of technicalities. Unless we can think of a way around them. No. I couldn't bear going through all this again. The confusion and uncertainty... It was so hard to reach the decision. Trying to decide what is best for everybody, for the baby. And now to go through all it again... Now, don't get yourself all upset. Start jumping to conclusions. You did make your decision, and I'm sure it was the wise one. Best for everyone. For you and Paul and the baby. And as for me, Lisa, it's been my only consolation. If it hadn't been for the accident, I... I would have had my own child. But yes, kid, I know. That's why... So I... it seems very foolish to give up now after it's meant so much suffering for all of us. Don't you think so? Yes, I suppose so. Now, here's the situation. I've looked into this thing, and apparently I can't adopt your baby without Bill's consent. As you know, that would spoil everything. All my plans about the marriage. But more than that, you can't let me have the baby without the consent of your husband... Lance. Oh, no. Lance mustn't know anything about it. Not after the way he walked out and left me. Precisely. So you see, Lisa, we're at a stalemate. There just doesn't seem to be any way out. Uh, that is, there is one way. A much simpler way, too. But it's not quite... Well, it's much more informal. Yes, Kit. I could just take the child. Go back to Wakefield as I planned. Then later, a few months from now, when your divorce is final and you and Paul are on your way east, we could meet somewhere and take care of the legal side of it. 
Oh, I don't care, kid. I don't care how it's done. I just don't want any more trouble, any more pain. Of course you don't. But, Lisa, you must think about it. Be very sure. This thing is very important to me, to my marriage. I can't afford to take a chance on your having a change of heart later on. If I hadn't lost my own child, it would be different. But now, I wouldn't attempt to go back to Wakefield under any other circumstances. I know how you feel about the baby you lost, Kit. And if mine takes its place, it's the least I can do. I'm glad you realize how important it is. You see, otherwise I'd stay here. And in all probability, Paul and I would work out our own salvation together. It sounds cold-blooded, Lisa, but I want to be honest with you. I'm past caring how anything sounds. I just want this all to be over. Then if you feel that way, well and good. I only want to be sure you're not going to be overwhelmed suddenly with the significance of it. Look, Kit, what do I have to do to reassure you? You know my side of it. You know how much I've wanted the proper sort of home for my child, the sort of home I couldn't provide if I were alone. And... Paul's mixed up in it, too. So take the child, kid. Do whatever you like. Make the best arrangements you can. All right, Lisa. Then that's agreed. Is that all, kid? Is there anything more to say? No. No, I think that covers everything. Then I wish you'd go, kid. I can't talk about it anymore. Yes, Lisa, I'll go now. Oh, oh, kid... Yes, Lisa? You... You will take good care of my baby. Won't you? Yes, I will. You can be sure of that. Kit Mead was very satisfied as she walked back to the other house. Now she felt secure. Everything had worked out as she'd wanted. There was nothing to worry about now. No obstacle threatened her plans. 